This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, Pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we got a, a very special, I feel like I say they're all special, but this one, yeah. this one's particularly special. It is. We have Dr. Store here again, who's basically the third, I think the third uh, host of our podcast <laughs> at this point. Uh, I'll been, take it. <laughs> she's been on the podcast, besides being Lacey, she's been on the podcast the she most, has. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's actually here with her husband today, Reagan. Welcome to the show, Reagan, for the first time. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> and uh, we're going to mix it up with her a little bit. Normally, we're talking about uh, bodily fluids or diseases <laughs> or um, libidos, libe- something yeah. very doctory and um, <laughs> professional. Uh, and we're going to mix it up a little bit because uh, Dr. Store and her husband just got back from Bliss Cruise. Yeah. The April, you know, if you're listening to this some other time in the future, the April 2023 Bliss Cruise. And we actually have a group from Swinger Society who's booked to go on the November 2023 Bliss Cruise. And we've, me and Lacey, don't have any, we've never done that. No, and people keep asking us, like, what to expect. And we had questions. And so we were just sitting here chatting with her one day, like, before we were recording a podcast. And it kind of dawned us, like, hey, let's have you come on and let's talk about your experience so we can share that with other people. And so... We can get our answers, you know, answered, and then other people can kind of know what's going on. Right. So that's the agenda today. We're going to talk all things Bliss Cruise with Dr. Storm and her husband uh, and get kind of their insights and tips and tricks and maybe, you know, if it's something they would do again and and, and kind of have an open and frank conversation about that. And if our listeners are either booked on a Bliss Cruise or considering going on a Bliss Cruise, I think it would be uh, super informative for them. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get into it. All right. So I think if we're going to talk about this, the place to start is kind of at the beginning of Bliss. So um, when you guys booked your Bliss cruise, did you do it through a a group or an organization or did you go straight to their website? How did you guys go about that? Uh, We actually booked it through a group here in Dallas. It's a pineapple group and they uh, 
reached out to everybody in the group to see if who was interested in um, going on a Bliss cruise. So I mentioned it to Aunt, uh, Angie here, and she said she was interested in going. So we talked about it here and there, and we decided kind of part of our Christmas present to each other is to go on the Bliss cruise for 2023. That was back in uh, November of 2022. So basically the, um, the email or the information they gave us was just a link to, like, sign up on the Bliss website. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and a bunch of us from that group here in the Dallas area went and it, well, it, as we'll get into later, it was so much fun. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So I booked ours, um, for us, which of course we, we have our own link because it's through Swinger Society. So we use our own link, but it was relatively simple to get signed up. Um, you know, it's just kind of basic cruise information. Like if you're going to go on any type of normal cruise, it's all, all the same for me anyway. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, and and so you did the April 2023, and you guys went out of Miami, right? Yep, yeah, we went out of Miami this time, um, and our cruise had see three days at sea, right? Three days at sea. Uh, well, it, the first day is kind of like kind of sea day. First, it was like out of Miami, and then it was it was like a half day, so it was like almost two and a half days of sea days. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, we had stops in Grand Cayman and Jamaica. So did y'all stay, I noticed for ours in November, they had like a host hotel that a lot of people stayed at the night before. They recommend that you fly into your port 24 hours before so that way you're not trying to, you know, dodge layovers and stuff. Did y'all stay at the host hostel, host hotel, or did you just pick a random place to stay? And What did y'all do? We stayed at the uh, hotel that they recommended. It was a hotel that... They gave us a, a special on for the night, and then they also had a um, pre-cruise party that night in one of the conference rooms. So it was like yeah. all-out dance music. They had some of the DJs that were on the cruise doing music well into the night, like 2 o'clock in the morning. I wasn't up that late. But it was uh, pretty wild, pretty crazy. Uh, but it was kind of nice to meet some of the fellow passengers at the cruise, uh, on the cruise ship at the same hotel. So, yeah, it's a good deal. That's good to know because we, we booked it too because we weren't sure where to stay. And we we're like, well, if everybody else is staying there, we'll stay there. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't think that the cruise was specifically only or that hotel was specifically only for people going on the cruise. Yeah. But I will tell you, like when people started showing up, we were all in the pool. And at some point, someone was like, are we allowed to take our tops off? And yeah, mm-hmm. it, the hotel people were like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So, yeah, I mean, we yeah. were here like three o'clock in the afternoon having a, you know, full on party out in the pool which was you know <laughs> open air and visible to the like mm-hmm. uh, the golf course that was yeah. behind it and you know people were topless yeah but that's kind of fun like a, it's almost like an extension of the cruise you get to you know yeah. kind of get the party started a little bit early yeah that was my next question is if it was like a hotel takeover if it was just their recommended hotel, i don't so. think that it is based like kind of what she was saying it, it says that they recommend that you stay here and i think they have like a block of rooms blocked off so I don't know if if maybe because of that, the majority of the people there were swingers because they were there and that's why they felt comfortable. But like, I don't, I didn't get the impression that it was a whole hotel takeover. Yeah, no, they didn't have like the, um, the halls marked off and the curtains and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I I don't believe the entire hotel was taken over. Um, There was also some people like the next morning with like teenagers that I don't think probably were in the swinging community. Yeah. So one thing we did find out that I didn't even think to ask um, that when we got to the hotel, um, I don't know if you guys were going to go there next, but um, they had a sign up for buses that were basically shuttling through the Bliss Cruise from the hotel directly to the port, which was actually kind of nice because they dropped us off like literally right in front of like the doorway to the port, unloaded all of our luggage right to the people that needed it. Um, and that that was really convenient. And it, it wound up costing I think less than an Uber was going to cost yeah. based on what we looked at. It was twenty dollars per person. Oh, awesome. So it wasn't like, like that. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's good to know. Good yeah. to know. Okay, that's that is good to know. Yeah, because I, I guess we were just planning on Ubering or something mm-hmm. from the hotel to the to the port. So mm-hmm. it's good to know that they they provide transportation or or have some kind of system for that. Uh, okay, so you go, you party, you're uh, topless in a pool that's maybe the vanilla. But can uh, we back up a little? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. I'm. Ge- this is hard to make sure we keep it all in order because <laughs> I don't want it to. But 
So I I was curious. A lot of people have reached out to me and they're like, when do we start receiving stuff? Because for instance, we took our family on a cruise last year and like we had access to like, it was a Royal Caribbean cruise. But we had access to their whole portal. So I could like log in and see a countdown. You have a hundred days to your cruise. I could see the excursions. I could see the drink packages and all that. With the Bliss Cruise so far, we haven't been given access to that. Of course, ours is in November and this is basically June. When did you start getting more information, like, leading up to the cruise? It was probably about February. So it was about two to three months before our cruise um, began. They came out with uh, all the theme nights. They came out with all the um, decorations. They also, uh, the cruise line started giving more information about how to do the drink packages, all the excursions. So it's between about three, two to three months before you set sales when you'll actually get more information. And then also there is a Facebook group out there too um, if you're interested in connecting with your passengers too to, to connect with them. Oh, that's super cool. We're, we're part of it. There's an official, I think it's like official Bliss November 2023 group or something like that. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've got a group page for each one. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually really nice too because – um, some people that we had like communicated with online or that had reached out even through, you know, like the discord, um, were like, Hey, we're going to be in room such and such. Where are you guys going to be? And it was kind of nice to be like, Oh, this is, we're in this room. And, you know, so we kind of had people to intentionally bump into when we got there, which was, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now those, the the, you know, did you, the information on theme nights and, and drink packages that was relayed to you via email or that was related to us email by Bliss Cruise, and also it was after that you can just you go onto their website uh, on the Bliss Cruise website. Mm-hmm. They'll have all the information uh, for your cruise. Okay, and so it came from Bliss Cruise itself, not from your group, correct? In the Dallas area, it wasn't filtered through them. It came no, directly correct. to it was you from, through Bliss from Bliss. Cruise. They uh, sent an email between about every, I think three, two to three months, but two to three months before the cruise happened, they had uh, updates for us. Every now and again, they would send another thing, just kind of like a little, hey, update, you know, excursions are starting to book up. If you're interested, make sure you go and book. And some, most of that came through Bliss Cruise. I don't know that we really got much at all from the um, from the actual cruise line. Uh, they they charter different cruise lines each time, apparently. So yeah. a lot of it actually just comes directly from, from Bliss. So as far as like the drink packages and the excursion, is that pretty t- standard of a regular cruise? I don't know if you've ever been on a regular cruise. Yeah, it was pretty much the standard drink packages, standard cost for that. Um, and yeah, all the excursions. It was the normal stuff that you would have seen and been given access to if you were on that ship without it being chartered. Right. Okay. Cool. So it I didn't seem so. to be marked up for Bliss? Not that, I don't think. Yeah, if, mm-hmm. if, it, if they did, it wasn't noticeable to you, mm-hmm. at least. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you just get to do not like vanilla things with your naughty friends, exactly. basically. <laughs> there was one excursion in Jamaica that was actually Topos Catamaran. Uh, it oh, was all day, cool. and then they had a private beach. Um, so that was one of the Bliss, Bliss excursions. You actually had to contact Bliss to um, book that excursion. So that was one of those things that was, you know, separate from the cruise line. Okay, cool. That's good to know. All right. So okay. three, about three months out, we should expect yeah. those kind of emails. Perfect. Okay. That was my main question for this whole podcast. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, so now All we're right. on so the then cruise. you go, you party at the hotel. That yeah. sounds like a good time. How hungover were you the morning of getting onto the, the Bliss Cruise? <laughs> Ray and I are not big drinkers. No. So that, oh, um, good. Yeah, so that, yeah, I... Um, I'm a very cheap date. <laughs> I have a <laughs> well, almost anything and I'm already starting to feel it a little bit. Um, it's probably because I don't get to drink very often just for, you know, my job. Um, and Reagan's not a big drinker either. So it, he, he wasn't hungover. No, I wasn't hungover. I had two drinks. And then by that time, uh, I was just kind of like almost partied out because there was a lot of people, a lot of noise, a lot of people. And it was just kind of, it, it was fun, but it wasn't really my scenes. Yeah, after having partied in the pool, we were all kind of hot. Yeah, just bleh. like we had been literally yeah. partying all day, and then to party again at night, it was like almost too much. It was like, oh, yeah. we're exhausted. Yeah, already. starting to get a little sunburned and whatever. Yeah. All right, so the next day you get on the bus. They take you to the port. You drop your bags and get on. Um, I'm assuming it's pretty typical cruise stuff. It's then they bring your luggage to your room, and you're yeah. kind of just waiting to to launch out of the port in, there in Miami. Yeah, one of the insider tips that we've done a lot was uh, 
we actually get on the cruise ship early so we can just uh, check out the cruise ship, walk around, see where things are at. Uh, our bags are dropped off later into the rooms. Usually it's a staggered system, how it works. So we went up on the top deck, we had lunch, and uh, we just kind of waited around. And, and, to, and then we just kind of checked here and there, went down to our room to check to see if our luggage was there. And we just uh, kind of chilled and talked to other people there on the cruise ship. Yeah, we got food too. They always have like the buffet when you get on the boat. One other thing though is when you're in port, like before you leave, you can't um, get topless or, you know, undress on the boat until mm. after it gets to a certain part off shore it was like three miles out shore they didn't make an announcement i just saw people getting undressed that <laughs> night <laughs> we're all kind of waiting for the announcement and then people just started taking off their tops we're like okay i guess it's time yeah. <laughs> yeah so is it topless or is it can you be fully nude is it just Start topless? nude yeah okay anywhere that's Good. not inside you can be absolutely completely buck naked and nobody's even gonna like okay. wink um, all of the playroom areas, you're allowed to be completely naked. In fact, some of them you're required to be naked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of the playrooms, like you literally were given a bag. You had to undress before you even went in because um, they didn't want yeah. you wearing clothing in there. Um, if you're inside, so like in areas that serve food or in the hallways or something, you have to be covered with very big air quotes. Okay. So, like, you need to throw something on top of what you like a robe or a. No. Okay. So, I said big air quotes. There was one man that wore a black thong and a mesh top inside. Nobody even. That's close. There was women that were literally wearing completely and utterly see through dresses that barely covered their hind ends. That was considered clothed. There was actually a woman at one point in a thong and pasties at dinner clothed. That was close. That's her outfit. That's her outfit. I mean, she worked hard on it. Worked it worked for the BDS. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. We've that's pretty typical of like when we joke that anytime there's a body of water in a swinger event, the clothing dress code the goes dress, way down. Yeah, yeah, it goes way downhill. Like you can get almost, especially females can almost get away. As long as your vagina is pretty, like, has a fabric over it, you can almost get away with it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we just got back from Hito, and they're kind of the same way. Like, you can go through the buffet, but you have to be closed, you know, in the food areas. But, like, for a female, a thong and pasties is considered closed. Like, that's that's enough. You're good to go. Or, like you said, a, a, a sheer see-through robe. Yeah. That's okay as long as there's that, – that, for some reason, I don't know, you know, from a medical perspective if it's true, but for some reason <laughs> – A barrier. Was, some type of barrier there is going to protect you from any uh, – any diseases? I don't know if that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to peel my ass off several chairs, like you know, like from wearing like little of nothing at the you know I, after dinner because you sit there for an hour. Yeah. Okay, so you it say happens. you got on the boat early. Do you know what time? What time they'll let you on? Is there a certain time? We you had the earliest on one. It was uh, ten thirty in the morning. So you actually make reservations okay. to when you're going to get on the boat. That's, I think, one of the things that they do at that three-month-out email. They did. They, it was a three-month-out email. You sign up what time you want to get on the boat uh, for two reasons. Probably because of one of the, the pandemic, they changed the, on how many people can stand in line next to each other, which is nice. The other thing is the, there's not a big crowd in, at that time, so they stagger the, the, how many people are getting on the boat at that time. So as well as you're not waiting in line for all these big lines. And so our process to getting on the boat was actually very smooth. We were about 100 people, and then they called us up front. You scanned your passport. You scanned your um, boarding pass, and you walked right on in the boat. It's like five minutes to get on the boat. It was amazing. Yeah. They should have been doing that, like, for years with cruise ships scheduled. Yeah, we we had very similar when we went on our family cruise. The only difference is we had to literally show them our COVID test. But it was, again, even with COVID, it was so easy because they were spacing them out, and it was just very little to get on, so – yeah. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. And, and so you had no COVID requirement nope. for testing, did you, for yours? Okay. Yeah. I know there was, we, we had was talking about that. We to show everybody, but they, they didn't ask at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you got on the boat, you went and you got some food. And then, I, you know, you, you're saying uh, that they launched. Is there some kind of, did they do a launch party? Oh, like, yeah. uh, did they, uh, they had a huge <laughs> uh, sail away party that up on the upper deck. Um, they were people just rubbing and grinding against each other and just getting friendly. It was a uh, big, loud music dance party up on the top deck on the pools and the hot tubs. And it was a pretty cool scene to watch. And just everybody's just having a great time. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would imagine kind of like Hedo or any of these like week long events, like in the beginning, like everybody's just gung ho, like go 100. Right. And then you probably hit like yeah. day three or four. And it's like everybody has a totally different look on their mm-hmm. face about like, OK, we're still alive, but uh, we're not not the same energy as necessary on day one. Oh, I will tell you, some of these people had energy to spare <laughs> Thursday night, Friday night. I was like, holy cow, people we get off the boat tomorrow. And they were still yeah. like. The, the the glow party, which was was that Friday? That was Wednesday night. No. Oh, that party. The that, glow party. That, that, was that was Friday. That night. was Friday night. Friday night was probably the biggest party of all of the parties. It started at ten o'clock, which is when most of the evening parties started, which is like half an hour past my bedtime. So mm-hmm. I didn't go to most of them, but Reagan did. And that glow party, everybody and their dog was dancing until two a.m. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the parties now? Speaking of parties, well, wanna... give us. I guess okay. I'm I'm curious. Is kind of uh, like I know like when we go to Secrets and when we go to Hedo, they all kind of have the same basic like you know okay, you go to a pool party that usually starts around ten eleven o'clock eleven o'clock ish, and then the pool parties go to three four o'clock in the afternoon, and then the kind of people take that dinner break and get changed, and then it's like dinner and then into into the night parties is. What's the general flow of Bliss? Is it like that? Or is there just stuff going on all the time? Like, how does Bliss work in, in as far as that goes? Stuff going on constantly. So you get just like a regular cruise the night before you get like your everything that's happening tomorrow. Um, and there was stuff pretty much all day long. And it, it some of it went from like um, silent dance parties, which those were actually quite fun where everybody's wearing, you know, like music. Mm-hmm. And you could pick your own music and then you basically dance to it with a bunch of other people on the boat. Um, and so there was stuff like that, but there was like meet and greets, there was educational seminars and workshops that you could go to. There was playtime. Um, there were specific times for different playtime. There was multiple play areas on the boat that were open at different times during the day. Um, as I was saying, like nine thirty, ten o'clock, I start turning into a pumpkin. Um, and so I, yeah, so I was, I was all up for the like early afternoon play times, which typically were from like two to four thirty or two to five, two thirty to five, what have you. Um, but they, they basically had like multiple things going on kind of all day long. So if you wanted to go hang out by the pool and, you know, listen to the music there, they have a DJ, or if you wanted to go do playtime or you want to go to a seminar, you know, there, there was just stuff kind of going on all the time. Okay. And then uh, as far as the themes go, um, did people dress for themes for dinner and then they like like an after club party or, or yeah, they, were people they in theme all day dinner. long? Or? Um, some of the dining rooms, as the most of the regular hotel, uh, cruises go, they have a special uh, restaurants where you have to be in nice formal wear. But the regular uh, dining room at night, you can wear your, your theme wear. Uh, that night and then uh, just go into the right straight into the parties because normally it's in between about a couple hours afterwards um, is the theme party where everybody were in there like Monday night was the Daisy Dukes and cowboy boots and everybody was you know wearing those uh, that gear so yeah there was a lot of meet and greets kind of in between dinner and when the playrooms would open most of the time the playrooms opened around 10 o'clock at night People could start going to dinner like as early as what, like six ish. Six ish. It was open dining time, so basically, whenever you're ready to eat, they would you sit you down at a table. You kind of like either family style, or you could have like table eight, or you can do a table of two or a table of four. So we met a lot of people that way, also a lot of couples. Okay, so you just go sit at a big table, and then whoever sits there is there with you. Yeah, yeah, they see you. Basically, the first night they asked, "So, are you guys okay with sharing a table?" By the second night, the cruise ship had figured out there's no point in asking. Everybody's okay with sharing, so, <laughs> so they just sat you wherever. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's probably it's probably interesting because they, like you said, they they do jump around. They don't use the same ship every time, and they're probably not the same staff every time. So I'm sure some of those staff that are experiencing a bliss cruise, it's their first time experiencing a bliss cruise, so they're probably getting used to you as well as as you getting used to them, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the staff, a lot of the staff had had experience with Bliss Cruises before because they'd be like, oh, we love it when the Bliss Cruise is here. Number one, they didn't have to wear their formal wear. So they were allowed to wear like their just like button up and shorts and like tennis shoes. Oh, that's nice. And even like the um, higher up staff, the, the captains, captains and stuff, they just wore a button down and pants. <laughs> so they loved it because they didn't have to dress up as much. And they uh, apparently swingers are... Much happier people were nicer to the staff. And Imagine, the staff that. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. So they were all like, oh, we love it when the Bliss Cruises come because you guys are all so nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 
Yeah. By the way, there was very, very strict rules that were sent out in advance that you were not allowed to hit on the staff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. We were just at Hedo, and that was uh, like a, also a topic of conversation because they have dancers, and they are like gorgeous, you know? And we all, especially us ladies, were all, all about the guys. And yeah, apparently there was no... You're not supposed to hit on them. You're not supposed to proposition the help. Yeah. But I feel like it was still happening. But that's <laughs> yeah. just me. Well, I mean, some of us might have flirted a little bit, but uh, yeah. I oh, I did. Anybody uh, stepping over the boundary? <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um. So what else? Uh. Okay. So you said playroom. So you said there's multiple playrooms on the ship. Yes, there was uh, three playrooms. There was a couples only. That's where you had to be fully nude. And that was in the front of the ship in the solarium area. So basically it was a big hot tub area. It was covered in the daytime with, and you can see the sun and it's huge. And they just had beds like these thick, I would say four inch um, beds that are waterproof, foam patches, but they're waterproof and they're all around the, the water area. And then they have some that are curtained off so they can have privacy. And there's probably, I would say 20, 25 beds in that area. Um, and then there's one in the back of the ship that uh, was about 16, uh, similar area. They had a big bed for play, open play area, and then ones that are closed off with curtains. And then they had another one way up on the back of the ship on the top level where it was an open area, open to the sky, everything. And it was depending on the weather. It was Sometimes it was nice. Sometimes they didn't see anyone up there at all. Okay. I love the the idea of daytime play. That's pretty awesome because we talk about this all the time. Like, why do swingers start playing at midnight? Like, we we need to go to bed. This is way too late. So I love the idea of daytime play. Yeah. My, Very much so. My favorite was the daytime play. So usually the first, like, hour of daytime play was a very specific group of people. So um, one day it was um, bye-bye couples. So both partners were, oh, cool. were supposed to be bye um, there was one day it was girls only, and that was by far the most fun I had on that ship the entire time. Oh. Holy cow, got my new nickname from that. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, any, if anybody is on SGC or any of the other ones, we, we're not allowed to talk about that stuff, are we? Sorry. Uh, yeah, our, <laughs> our name changed. Oh, I so, love it. Yeah, it's because of the nickname I picked up there. Um, but yeah, then, yeah, then there was another time where um, it was. BDSM. BDSM, yeah. So there was actually a, a fourth playroom that was just for BDSM. We forgot about that one. Um, so you, their BDSM playroom had open times in the afternoon and in the evening. Um, but yeah, the afternoon would have like one hour of very specific playtime, and then the other hour to hour and a half would be whoever wanted to come. So like the bye-bye couple, some of them hung around into the like regular group time play. After the girl time play, there was a lot of guys that came in and you know kind of joined their their significant others. Um, yeah, it was actually, it was, it was fun. I mean, the girl time was so much fun. Oh my gosh. That's so just, that's, that's really interesting to me. I you like know, that. Out of all the, you know, you know, things we've attended, hotel parties mm-hmm. and resorts mm-hmm. and all this stuff is I don't think I've ever seen like scheduled play. And I I've love never that, seen though. scheduled play specific to like a, like a group, like you're talking. So I guess, I guess my, my follow on question to that is like, how does that work? Cause generally like at resorts and you know, places we go, it's like, you know, you meet on people system. on the dance floor and stuff like that. And then you kind of, you know, you connect with people and you end up going to a playroom. This in my head, it sounds like you just show up for a playroom at a certain time and there's people that are there looking to play. That's so, kind of hot. 100%. I mean, oh, yeah. Walked into the girls playroom and one of the girls looked at me, yelled out my new nickname and off to the races. <laughs> so there was, there's not much. I guess, how do you there's a, communicate or... There's a meet and greet that it actually right happens before the, the scheduled playtime in the afternoons. So uh, it's like an hour before the, that playroom opens oh, okay. for that specific category, those specific group of people. So, yes, you can uh, meet and greet up there um, and find some people you're interested with and then go down to the... Um, and I guess, like, if you find, like, for instance, the girl and girl, if I, like, have a connection with another female and, like, hey, Just go with on her, yeah. Thursday, there's going to be a girl, girl, do you want to go with me? How do you feel? Like, so we have, like, a friend there. That, you know, that could be nice. You can kind of pre-plan it. Well, there were several of us that were like, hey, you going to go to the girl time? Yeah, I'm going to the girl time. You going to the girl time? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we all kind yeah. of showed up within a few minutes of each other. But, I mean, once yeah. you're actually in the playroom and everybody's naked, it kind of just becomes a free-for-all, to be honest. I mean, there were yeah. times where I, like, right after the girl time, um, the, like, couples came in. And, again, some of them were just, like, meeting up with their, their others there. And I started 
playing with random guys hadn't met, you know, it was kind of like, Hey, that was great. What was your name? Yeah. Yeah. And then you bump into them again the next day and you're like, Oh, sweet. I was hoping you'd be here. You know? Yeah. And and we didn't necessarily see them ever otherwise on the boat. Like 3000 people on a boat. You don't necessarily bump into people regularly. And then there's some that you bump into all the freaking time and never. Yeah. 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 So how, what would your, so with that, I mean, the first thing I think about, you know, we talk a lot about it's like consent and stuff. So in that situation where you don't know people and people are coming in and kind of asking to play, was everybody good about, Hey, is it okay if I do this? Is it all right if I touch you? Is it okay? Mm -hmm. You know, was that pretty strictly enforced and and followed? I I don't know that we would necessarily say it was quote unquote enforced. Um, but there Mm -hmm. were people at every playroom that were like supervising. They have Bliss Crew security. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bliss Crew yeah. uh, has their own security separately. So they basically kind of watched and monitored um, the playrooms and make sure that everything was going well. Yeah. That back playroom typically, like, there was probably about 16, as he was saying, 16, like, surfaces on which you could play. And there was two to three people in there at any given time that were just supervising. And so they would kind of watch and make sure that everybody looked comfortable. Um, a lot of it was, like, people would say, hey, is it okay if I join in? Um, and mm-hmm. that was kind of like a, a, like a blanket consent. Um, and then uh, there was maybe once or twice when somebody was like, Hey, you know, I'm not super comfortable with that. And people would just like stop immediately. Like everybody would stop yeah. for a second and be like, okay, who said it? What did they say about, it? and it, everybody was yeah. really, really pretty good about consent, even though it wasn't specifically addressed or enforced other than there were people watching. I think swingers in general tend to be very good at self-policing that. Yeah, I, in my I agree. I think a lot of us are very careful about it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I could just, I guess, some, if somebody was listening and they're like, "Well, you just you show up at a certain time and everybody fucks each other," like, how does that work? Like, yeah. you see that sounding no. very intimidating. You know? Well, it probably is, but there is always a level of consent. You don't touch someone without asking, or you don't, you know, or if you're not comfortable with someone in a group, then you need to remove yourself. You know, we always have to protect our own selves. So. I think that would be my takeaway from this. And that's something I've had to learn as a female in the lifestyle is I have a voice and it's okay for me to speak up and it's okay for me to say no, which is not something I did pre like a lot previously, like in vanilla relationships. I never really got myself in situations that I wasn't comfortable with. And I think in the lifestyle, it tends to happen a little bit more. So learning that you have a voice and you can say those things is important. Yeah, and people were pretty good about that. There was a couple times where we were at like the couple's playtime in the afternoon and we would, you know, kind of just wander around a little bit and in that area and be like, hey, do you guys want anybody else to join? And sometimes they'd be like, nope, we're good. Okay, mm-hmm. just move on. You kind of learn not to get your feelings hurt when people say yeah. The hundred uh, percent. The yeah. playrooms all, most of them all, like well, all of them had curtains on the playroom. So I guess the code is, well, curtains are closed. That means not they don't want any visitors. Curtains are uh, open. They're slightly open. Then maybe ask if they're like completely open. Then they're just you know you, you can still ask, but you know you still ask, but they're likely to say, "Hey, yeah, come on in." That's the yeah. That's pretty standard. So that's good to know. That yeah, is that's the good. same. Uh, okay. I think now what we need to do is take a little break okay. and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, I want to talk maybe a little bit about excursions and, and how all that works with a group of swingers. And okay. then uh, anything else that you want, we need to talk about for Blue Screws. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll be right back. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. 
The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate you listening to our sponsors. Lacey loves all of our sponsors. Dan does. I love. I do love them. I give him a hard time because every time <laughs> we come back from the podcast, he's like, "We love our sponsors." Lacey's like, "Why do you always say that?" But <laughs> it's because I do. It's genuine. It's our insider, like behind the scenes thing. All right. Enough about the sponsors. Let's talk about Bliss Cruise. Uh, okay, so some of the things we haven't talked about yet, I think we'll start with excursions. So we've been on cruises. Well, I've been on one cruise. I'm, I'm very experienced on cruises. I've been on one. I've been on quite a few. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, the the excursions is are, is a you know thing on most cruises, and it's it's a fun thing. I, I can imagine what dynamic gets added to that when you bring a group of lifestyle people and throw them in somewhere like, you know, the I don't know where you guys stopped, but, you, you know, you mentioned uh, a few places. So how, how did that work and how did that go? So I would say um, the, the group dynamic is actually really fun. <laughs> so when you're yeah. with a, a big crowd of swingers going and doing something like technically vanilla and you have to stay clothed and everything, it's, it's really entertaining to watch the people that are with you that are like the guides because they're really confused <laughs> like, people are like hanging on to each other and grabbing each other's butts. And, you know, it's, it's, it's quite entertaining. Um, but yeah, they, just like any other cruise, the excursions really were kind of big group events and you would go do any number of things. You know, the, we did a, um, swinging, swinging, <laughs> swimming with stingrays and that, oh, that was fun. a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, there's lots of different ways to do it, but yeah, it's, it, it was, I will tell you that just in general on the ship, people were like super friendly. Like on regular cruise ships, people don't like make eye contact. Um, and on the Bliss Cruise, there was actually several times where we overloaded the elevator. Like, like we can fit a couple more in. Come on in. Ooh, she's not wearing a top. Come on in. And I mean, like literally. Yeah. And someone was like joking around and she's like, I'm going to do the elf thing with my butt and just like hit all of the... And then and, and the elevator would literally say, overloaded, please remove some. It, it was just hilarious because you never have that on a regular fine. cruise. That, that is a common problem. Several hotel takeovers we go to, when they do the hotel takeover, they put giant signs on the elevators and in the elevators that say no more than 18 people. 18? Or what, whatever, whatever the That's the, a big-ass elevator, The man. limit is. <laughs> uh, because uh, – yeah, people swingers like yeah. to cram onto those yeah, things. Yeah, we like, do. I, it's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's funny. Okay, so the excursions, but even shore days. I mean, I I don't know. I can think about like our you know family cruise we went on. I don't know if I'd even want to get off the boat though. Like, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, is it like is it almost more fun just to stay on the boat and be yeah, naked and be? Yeah, you can stay out, stay on the boat and hang out, and there's entertainment to do that going on. It's maybe just time to be to just have less people with you. We did our excursion early in the day when we did the stingrays in Grand Cayman. So when we got back, we still had half the day left. We was like we got back at noon, and we still had another two or three hours before we left the port. So it was kind of nice just to kind of a little bit of a chill day. So a lot of people that have been on these cruises and have been to the ports don't get off just because they're like, oh, yeah. I've been to Grand Cayman six times. I don't want to bother. And, you know, we hadn't been to Grand Cayman or Jamaica before, so we wanted to get off, but not everybody did. And a lot of people just stayed on the boat. 
Yeah, and then w- when you're pulling into like the Grand Cayman in Jamaica, do you, is there another two mile rule that you have to put your all your clothes back on before you pull into those yeah, they, ports as well? Yeah, uh, they pull into port in the morning, so most of the pe- most of the time you actually are going to be getting up and putting clothes on. Um, so yeah, so it's a two mile thing too. So once you're in port, and then once they leave port, you have to you can you can take your clothes off after two miles out of port. Is that like a party each time? It's like okay, get naked again. Woo! Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so another question that we had was about uh, the entertainment. So um, I guess there's pool parties during the day, and there's there like uh, DJs at the pool, and are they they doing all the typical swinger games and like you know? I winning? know Party Mark and Chelsea are always there. Did y'all get a chance to see them? Did I you don't, see Party we did Mark not and meet them, but one of them I don't know if we ever played the swinger game, but they did the uh, car wash uh, swinger mm-hmm. game. I don't know if you heard about this. Is where the girls stand on all this. On, there's like thirty girls. 15 on each side, and a guy runs in between the girl that's naked, naked and they try to take off the, so- the soap off of their bodies. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was pool yeah, parties okay. that had, like, all of the normal the normal things, and, you know, people would pretty much they, – they, it would be like the, – the pool would say, like, max load, 14 people, and there would be, like, 30 of us in there, you know, all <laughs> dark buck-ass naked, and it was it was fun. Um, but there was also a lot of other stuff. Um, the cruise line itself had some, um, like, people that were playing instrumental music, piano stuff. Um, there was a comedian one night. He's in the lifestyle. Um, he came and did a performance. Everybody oh, yeah. loved him. Most of the nights, they had um, people who were contracted by Bliss. And so, like, the lifestyle comedian, he was hilarious. Um, there was several nights that they had a band that um, was called the Flux Capacitors and they played like 80s and 90s music. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You could tell how all the swingers were like rushing the stage and basically all just dancing <laughs> on the stage. It was so much fun. And like, yeah. I'm sure the, the Flux Capacitors were like, this is the best crowd ever. They're, <laughs> like we're So it sounds like they kind of catered the entertainment towards swingers and kind of what they're into. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think when we did the cruise, it was like ice skating and like uh, family one. And there was a, a plays and stuff like that. I think yeah. What. So yeah, I wouldn't know how that would translate to to lifestyle people, but I guess I mean lifestyle people they'd just be naked sitting in the audience watching a play. I guess. No, you got to be <laughs> you got to be dressed inside. Babe. Oh, inside. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> dressed. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what would you say that like the ages were? Like, is it an older crowd, a younger crowd, a good mix? What would you say? I think we've met the youngest one was like twenty two in their twenties all the way to their eighties. That we, we Yeah. Yeah. It's it was actually every single age, shape, race, color, backgrounds. Background. Country. I met a couple from I love New that. Zealand and a couple two couples from Australia. There's a bunch of people from France. They barely spoke English, but we managed to get consent anyways. <laughs> I love that. My my French isn't so good, but we managed. We managed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we've heard a critique about Bliss Cruise, it, it is that people usually say, oh, it's an older crowd or it's a- But we've heard that about other things as well. And But we found that if we just go with our friends and go with an open mind, we have a blast, regardless of the age difference. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of these places are kind of are catering to all ages. So I think it, it's all in what you make it. I, I will say, I think the majority, probably about 65, 70% of people were probably in their- 40s and 50s so around yeah. okay right okay that's cool yeah that, that seems pretty t- typical what what you know most most events you know in general but then something for something like bliss uh mm-hmm. but yeah like what Lacey was saying we've always found like if, if you go you're just going to find people you connect with and you know and you can do that in just about anywhere um and it's all about the environment and, and having that open-minded uh you know, going into it, being open-minded. Mm-hmm. And like you said, all shapes, all sizes, all nationalities, which is another good thing. You know, a lot, of, especially like, well, I don't want to speak for men, but for women, I think a lot of us get like a little intimidated when you go to these things that are so big like this. Am I going to look like everybody else? Or am I going to be heavy compared? Are they all going to be these stick figure women or men, you know? So I think it's nice to hear that there's a little bit of everything, a little every size, everything. And that's how it was at Hedo. There's literally across the board and everybody's welcome and everybody's kind to each other. Yeah. And I, I will say um, there was every size and shape and everybody was naked. Couldn't care. Couldn't yeah. cared less. I mean, yeah. you know, I've got roles. Reagan does not. Nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. So I, yeah, it was a really good, it was a really good crowd. And I mean, there were some people who, you know, like if, if they were in a typical crowd, other people may not have been very kind, like certainly were, I don't know what's the word I would be looking for. Um, definitely on the margins of society. Mar- potentially. Of society, yeah. Um, yeah. Some people that were really unusually short. Um, I don't know if they were actually little people, but there were some really, really short people right. on, on the cruise. And there was one guy who had to have been close to seven foot tall. And normally like people would kind of gawk and I said, nobody seemed to care. And they were all walking around naked too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, and that's, a, that's what we've always said about uh, the lifestyle communities. It's such an open-minded and accepting group of people that are just, you know, you're just there to make connections with people for them as people. Like nobody cares about what you do for work. Nobody cares who you voted for in the last election, what, how much money you make a year. It's just, I want, I want to have fun with you. I want to party and I, and you know, maybe hook up and and I want to get to know you as a human and, uh, you know, and see if we make that connection and everything else really doesn't matter. Correct. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about tips and tricks. So, me and Lacey uh, are getting ready to go on our first Bliss cruise in November. Uh, we have a group from Swinger Society that's coming, and I think I think the majority of us are first timers and have never been on a Bliss cruise. So, are there any things that you learned on this trip that you're like, man, I wish I had done this or didn't do this, or if I, you know, next time I'm going to do this? What, what would be some of your tips and tricks for us uh, going into November? Well, one thing that was right out the gate um, is that. A lot of people wear necklaces with their names on them and they actually give those for free. (laughs) So one of the, one of the groups or companies, companies. travel companies makes them. And so like the first, I think it was probably all the way through the first like three days, they had a little setup in one of the areas close to the food and it was like blocked off and you just write your name down and come back three or four hours later and it was on a necklace for you. Um, And almost everybody was wearing those because you're, Again, going to meet a million people on the cruise Mm -hmm. and you're going to bump into the same person three or four times. And if you're like me, I am awful with names. I'll remember Mm -hmm. that I've seen you. I'll remember where I saw you. I might remember what your genitalia looked like, but I will not remember your name. So I, yeah, it was nice that a lot of people were wearing necklaces because then you didn't have to worry about remembering names. So knowing to go and get one of the necklaces kind of right out the gate was super helpful. You want to talk about the slot cards? Yeah. Another thing is uh, slot cards. They're basically the business cards, but it has your contact information. So either you can get a hold of I love it. It's like hard. Yeah. That's what they call them. I've never heard. They call them cards. So basically it has your contact information, a picture of you, your couple, you and the couple together uh, so you can get a contact them on the ship or even afterwards so you can make connections afterwards. So we've got several of those. We need to um, actually do ours next time we go on. But Yeah. And people would put So that's funny that that you bring it up because we actually got made fun of because we had them, but we never called them slut cards. Now that they're called that, I love that. But it's actually very, very common when you go to these big um, events where you have like thousands of people, you might see them across the room, but never make it to the playroom with them. But you are very interested. And it's just kind of a way to give your information quickly. And we've ordered ours from Vistaprint and never had any issues. Like, why are you buying cards, you know, like that say this, but pretty typically they'll have like, you know, you said a picture, maybe your SLS, SDC name, whatever, whatever websites you use, it's pretty common to have that information on there. Yeah. And did you put like an email or like your kick username or what what else was on these cards we didn't know to do that so the slot card is definitely i wish we'd known that kind of trick um but the ones Mm -hmm. that we got most of them were sls sdc and um, a couple kicks and then yeah a couple of them had their kicks a couple people actually put their cell phone numbers on i was like really giving out your cell phone that's brave a bunch of swingers (laughs) yeah that's kind of brave you know what but i guess it depends pick at two o'clock in the afternoon on a tuesday Yeah, and your kid's going to pick up your phone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's why we we would probably just put our um, SDC, SLS, and maybe kick. But or, I think or that's, an email or something, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's like a very – that's a great tip, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah, the other thing is a lot of people – and this was one thing we did know to do – would put something of that same type of information up on their doors. So mm-hmm. not all of the doors were decorated like a hotel party, but um, quite a few of them – were and you know like ours just had one picture of us it had our names it had um like our sdc and our sls some people had whiteboards which was actually kind of cool um so mm-hmm. they'd be like hey leave us a message if we missed you and sometimes people would be like you know hey sexy people dropped by at two o'clock this afternoon we'll be at dinner at this time and so like you could 
just say, Hey, we wanted to meet up, but we missed you at the, you know, at this time, um, there were people that left their select cards in a little like container outside of their room as well, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, cause sometimes like, yeah. I swear there was people that like I saw out of our balcony, like, and waved at them and said hello and stuff. And it never did actually like meet them anywhere else in the ship. And it would have been nice to have their select cards be like, Hey, you were two doors down. Yeah. So were the things on the doors magnets or did you hang it with tape? Like, how was that? Those were metal doors. Yeah, they were, ma- they were magnets or you, should, you can probably bring that like the sticky tape, the, the poster tape too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we gotcha. did the double yeah, like you sticky said- tape because that's what we had. But the doors were metal. And yeah. I think most people yeah. that had been on cruises like this before had had metal things to stick up. Yeah. They had like the whole setup. Yeah, and then they had... They- like five different pictures and decorations, like a little uh, file thing for different things. File folder. File folders. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like they were, some of them were tricked out. Yeah. That's funny. God, I got any. Stop I'm, giving Lacey ideas. My mind is blown. <laughs> and I know that like people are like, where the heck do you buy a lot? Oh, Etsy has um, a lot of good stuff like that. For, um, and I'm sure they have specific like crews. Yeah, they know. do. I mean, they might, you might get a raised eyebrow when you say, can you put naughty girl one two three order three four five <laughs> but i'm sure you're not the first one so yeah. it just happens it's part of it <laughs> i don't think but people on Etsy are really worried about what they're putting on it as long as you pay for it correct correct okay yes. so bring our name necklaces bring our slut cards contact cards and then decor our door. Yeah. What else you got? I would say drink lots of water. I mean, lots. you're yeah. you're really on the hot sun and drink alcohol. I, I mean, I think I chugged uh, two to three 32 ounces of water most every day. It just Reagan also wore all of the hair off of his knees on this trip. I am not <laughs> shitting you. So doggy yeah. style. <laughs> lots of doggy style. I was on. yeah. Drink I was like, lots what? Of water yeah. Because usually on a cruise, you're not exercising as much as you will on this one. Yes. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is good. That's solid advice. My mind went water to what to was Reagan play- doing. Yeah. Take water to the playrooms too, because it was not uncommon. They always had water outside of the playrooms, like a couple of things of water, like little cups. Little spa. They would run out like fifteen minutes into a two-hour playtime. They're, they're like spa yeah. containers yeah. of water, but they would like run out. Um, the nice thing is the new, the playrooms did have, offer uh, lube and condoms too. So and nice. towels. Yeah. That's nice. So did a lot of people bring, I know it's pretty common in the lifestyle, a lot of people will bring their like cups, their tumblers that have like their upside down pineapple or a lot of them will have their name or was that pretty common? That was pretty common too, yes. Oh yeah. And I will tell you a lot of people had fun clothing on too. Um, Like some of the, what are some of the fun fun ones we saw? Offshore drilling was one of my favorites. Yeah, offshore drilling. (laughs) I love it. Like shirts that say that like inappropriate things. Leg rest, two-seater all those yeah. fun t-shirts yeah dan has one that we have one that says i'm here to fuck someone's wife yeah um we, so yeah we've we've seen those that's pretty cool yeah so you i guess is it the club nights and stuff like that it's collared shirts and stuff is that what they want you to wear or or you could wear she they're shaking she's shaking her head, her head so i'm guessing no, club, like, nights, yeah, you when we go to whatever you, you can wear the party stuff for the theme nights or you can just wear what do you want to wear or feel comfortable with it's not you know okay the standard obviously. yeah because we've heard mixed things too and, and that's the same like with hito and even like a secrets is some people are like oh you got to wear a collared you know at least a collared shirt you know and it, it can be in theme but you have to wear a collared short shirt and shorts and then you see other people that are like in short underwear and have like neon you know suspenders on and that's it you know what i mean yeah. like so it, it sounds like what you're saying is as long as it's loosely in theme and you have your balls covered you're, you're good to go yeah that's right you don't even really have your <laughs> balls covered just your penis <laughs> yeah i told you earlier man just a sock with a mesh shirt yeah his thong covered just <laughs> the dong it had nothing like, and they'd wear that they'd wear that hanging out around the sides and they would wear that to dinner oh yeah Okay. Good to okay. know. Good All to right. know. Okay. Yeah, because you know, typically cruises for dinner, you kind of get dressed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of people did get dressed up a little bit. They were the- there. Were people that dressed up every night, and it, like people that weren't in theme, a lot of them dressed up nicely. But I'll tell you, like eighty percent of people on the boat were in theme every night. Yeah, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you know we've always I imagine is it hot everywhere like because that's when we talk about themes a lot of people like, especially like a hito or something like that it's like you know dress in theme but remember it's going to be hot and humid hot and, your feet are going to hurt you, yeah. know, you need to dress like 
slutty, but like also durable, durable, <laughs> like yeah. endurance. Yeah. Like, so thin, bad. lightweight clothes and stuff like that. But this is a ship that's air conditioned, so maybe it's not as bad as if you're out on like the top deck or something like that. Yeah, it's not as bad. I mean, um, they had one night that was um, it wasn't medieval theme, but it was the theme of it. Um, you know, by the pool. No, the theme, the theme night. The theme nights were medieval renaissance. Renaissance, there was renaissance. And a lot of the renaissance dress, like my dress was a a long sleeve renaissance dress. And I just stayed inside Mm -hmm. while I was wearing it. But that one, I definitely changed out a lot faster than I probably did any of the other nights when I was wearing stuff that wasn't quite so warm. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you change, did you go like back to the pools or did you do like lingerie? Because I know that that kind of differs like at a hotel takeover where there's maybe not a pool. A lot of times you'll wear your theme outfit and then you'll change into a lot of lingerie and then like kind of party the rest of the night in lingerie. But I know sometimes when there's a pool, usually you'll just get naked and go to the pool. So I just didn't know how that was um, during that night, you really got cold during the, after after the sun went down. So a lot of people just kind of stayed in their lingerie or their party wear. Um, so I mean, you could actually just take off your clothes and just jump in the pool. But most of the time, the water is pretty cold, and it was actually kind of cool outside. Um, so they did have covered hot tub areas that you could just jump into if you wanted. Yeah, I will gotcha. say you know, okay. that's the one thing about being on the cruise ship is that because it's moving and it's actually going at a pretty good clip. There's a good breeze outside. So even yeah. if the you know weather is ninety degrees, it doesn't feel that warm out on the boat deck at night. Gotcha. Okay, that makes very much sense. Yeah, and I guess being in April and November, it's always going to kind of be a little bit chilly. You know, they're they're never there. You know, it's not. You're not there in July, like August or July. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other tips and tricks that you have for us before we go? Anything else you can think of? No. Uh, I would say also also the meet and greets. They have meet and greets that are scheduled. Honestly, you can make your own meet and greets. I met a lot of uh, couples, a lot of gals that were actually just at the bars or anywhere, just kind of just doing their thing and talk, going up and talk to them. That's actually that's kind of one of the nice thing is that everybody's really friendly. You don't have to actually do it, go to a scheduled something to meet somebody. You can just go up and talk to somebody. It's really cool that way. So yeah. are meet and greets just more of like an opportunity to meet other couples, like? Is that kind of what they're like doing? A social hour or something like that? Is that it's what that, a social hour. They had different hours. But, but, they um, were very specific. Specific. One is for like 30s or under, and the one's like 40s or over. The one is for hall passes is one of them. There's one that allows BDSM, one that's uh, into, into just um, soft swap or something that's in only full swap, oh. those kind of themes. So. And there was actually one oh, for, cool. um, yeah, for non-swingers. And I was like, what are non-swingers doing on a swingers cruise? But apparently there were people at that meet and greet. Um, met them. I was like, yeah. how the heck did you accidentally end up on a swingers cruise if you're not a swinger? But maybe they're just interested. I don't know. Yeah. I, thought that Probably was some, I bet you get some nu- nudists. I know there's quite a bit yes. of nudists Voyeurs. that show up to some, some you know, swingers yeah. stuff. Yeah. We met a couple yeah, that makes- uh, that were brand new to the lifestyle that I think it was their very first cruise or doing anything. It was their first cruise. It was their first uh, like experience in the lifestyle. And it was kind of one of these, like the, the wife told us, she's like, I, I'm pretty much, you know, loose with my husband. If he says, you know, Hey, I want to do something. I'll tell him, yeah, sure. You book it and I'll come. I wasn't exactly prepared for this. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. yeah. yeah. So you guys don't want to come back uh, to our room then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. Well, that actually leads to a good – so um, if people are new and have never experienced a lifestyle thing, is, is the Bliss Cruise something that they should would do or could do or um, – because we get asked that question all the time like, oh, should I go to Secrets? I've never gone to an, or an event. It or, doesn't oh, matter. should I go yeah. to Hedo? And our answer has always been kind of the same is like, yeah, I don't, I don't see a reason why not because it seems like a lot of these things are kind of like choose your own adventure, right? Like I know you can go to Hedo and, and yeah, you can be on the nude side and watch people having orgies and go to the playroom and, and experience all kinds of craziness. Or you could just hang out on the prude side and by the beach and be topless and, and have it be a much milder experience. Is that similar to Bliss or or, or if you're new, maybe, maybe stay away? No, I, I think you could probably do it as a newbie. It may be a little overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. Reagan's a little on the shyer side. Um, I'm, I'm a social introvert, so I can be social, but I have to have someplace I can go hide for a little while when I get overwhelmed and I've, I've had too much people time. So uh, we were able to both of us kind of make that work. And I think, yes, as a new person, it would maybe be a little overwhelming, but I don't see why not. I don't see why you couldn't do it. You can set your I definitely own pace. think it depends. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you can set your own pace on what you want to do and how, how active you want to be, which is nice because we met several couples that's how they were that that's how they worked. They would uh, you know hang out at the parties and then they would just kind of disappear and we'll see you the next day and they're like, oh yeah, we just 
One, we were done partying. Went to bed early. Yeah, and I've always said it depends on your personality. Like, if you're a person that would be okay going on a cruise and, like, meeting a bunch of new people and take the swinging out of that, like, if you would be comfortable doing all of that, then you'll probably be okay. But if you are get freaked out by crowds or you don't want to see people having sex or you don't want to see nude people, like, maybe this is not your scene. So I think it, I think you have to do some, like, a little bit of internal reflection before you book something like Bliss or Hedo or Secrets. To see if you could kind of handle now, it. Is sex limited to just the play areas or can you have sex anywhere on the boat? Oh, only on the play areas. Only in the play areas and in your personal rooms. That's it. Yeah. So okay. actually you in that aspect, it's probably a little. come upon people having sex. Okay. Okay. So that's different. Like at a Hedo or at like a Secrets or something, you know, some of these places, the sex is allowed just about anywhere. So Except for where you It's almost eat. hard to avoid it. But yeah. with this, it sounds like, yeah, there's so specific places where you can play. And so you could avoid it if it was something you, you didn't want to <laughs> stumble across. Perfect. Okay. Uh, what, what else? I don't know. Is there no more tips and tricks? Yeah, I think we, we covered all that. We kind of covered most, um, of the, most of the big stuff. You know, this was our first one. And so I'm sure every time we go, we'll wind up uh, – finding something else new to new about it. That's, that's different. C- cannot wait to hear you guys' experience on the back end. I know. Right. So what was your overall experience? Like, would you go again? Did you love it? Did you hate it? You know, like, I'm just curious, like if somebody just came up to you and said, what do you think of bliss? I'm curious to know what your answer would be. We already booked for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Within a week of getting back off the boat. I was like, babe, we got to do that again. Yes. Yeah. You doing April again next year, though? We're doing April. For next now, year. yeah. You actually, um, the company that we booked through this time was one of the ones, one of the travel companies that was on the boat. Um, and mm-hmm. basically, like, we were able to put a, a small amount down, and it's basically good for any of the upcoming cruises in the next year or so. We just have to let them know within a certain amount of time. So if we wanted so to. So we heard to, next. What's that? I said we heard next November's cruise. They have like the mega ship or something. Yes. It's like uh, it's supposed to be Royal Caribbean's like it's one of their seas. biggest. It's supposed to be gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, Dan's yeah. already been like. And we heard that's like Bliss's like that ship. That's like you know like a Bliss cruise on steroids. Like yeah. it's not the same as other Bliss cruises. It's like that times ten. So. Dan was like, we already told me. He's like, we need to start looking at booking next November, like in twenty twenty four. I'm like, okay, babe, chill out. Like, let's get through to November through this, this year. But yeah. Yeah, but I've heard, we've heard that, like, the because, like, the one that we're going on this year is a smaller ship. I mean, it's so big, don't get me wrong, but it's not the mega ship. But we've heard from people that that definitely makes a difference. The bigger the ship, the more, yeah. you know, probably more amenities, more things to do, that it's it's amazing. Yeah, so. we've talked to some people who said that that's the only ones they do is the the big ones. That, mm-hmm. That's their, like, you know, they, they wait for those ones to go, so... Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we'll probably, probably going it. on a smaller one to begin with was probably good. I was already nervous enough probably. as it was because, like, I people out in about <laughs> yeah. two hours and I was like, what am I going to do if the party's every night? I actually went to bed at, like, 9.30 or 10 o'clock every night where I went out and, like, party. party, party. And, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> in my bed. Well, and I personally get overwhelmed on regular cruise ships. And this last time we got a balcony and it, like, saved, like, me and his daughter, who's also introverted, we just were completely content to just sit on the balcony and like watch other people and just kind of take it all in. So I think like, if you know that about yourself, doing stuff like that is important. Kind of get you a little bit away from it. Yeah. I think that that was a big thing for me too. Cause I, again, social introvert, I, I was able to go hide in my room. Like sometimes we mm-hmm. go to lunch and we'd be chatting with people all through lunch and I'm like, okay, playtime, the afternoon playtime, which was the only time I was awake for playtime is coming up in a couple hours. I was like, I'm going to go hide in the room for a little bit. And sometimes I would just go into my room and crochet sitting on my balcony. <laughs> yeah. I love I, it. Swinger by day, I crocheter by night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. I crochet for funsies on a swinger. Uh, you're not that old. Oh, hey. come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else in the world of Dr. Sore that we need to update the Swing Nation listeners on? Are you, you guys are coming to, to Vegas? Is that yeah, going to get the ASN I need to figure out the deets. Um, yeah, we haven't booked yet either, but we are. Yeah, I don't know if I can come for the entire time, but I got to come for part of it because I got to meet you guys in person. I mean, I feel like we're old friends I and know. I've never actually met you. So oh. I know. Well, it's actually like the first week of school here. It's the worst week ever for us, but we don't have a choice. We're like, okay, we have to go. So we're we're making it work. So we will be there. Yeah. We're excited. That's that's the plan. Does, does everybody on the podcast know why we're going to Vegas? I don't know, Dan. Why don't you tell them? Yeah, so um, <laughs> we um, 
collectively, I think, uh, if we count, you know, Dr. Store into the Swinger Society, there's something like 14 nominees, um, mm-hmm. between, uh, us and the, and the swing, the swing nation, Swinger Society, then Dr. Stores with her, uh, swingsafe.com. Um, and then, you know, several other people in our, our Discord server has been nominated for an ASN, uh, lifestyle award. So that's people within the lifestyle that, um, you know, are either event coordinators or, you know, podcasts and, you know, Lacey's, you know, DJs and, uh, stuff, um, or, just being recognized for the kind of the services they provide and the education benefits they provide to the lifestyle community. Um, so Dr. Sora and ourselves and as well as several other people within our Swinger Society Discord have been nominated for an ASN award. Um, and so we're all going to Vegas to see to see who wins. Yeah. And you can still vote for that um, by going, what is it, asnmagazineawards.com or something like that. Sounds um, sounds but right. it's in our show notes. You can you can definitely sign, find the, the link um, to go vote. Um, and it's voting all the way up till June June fifteenth, I think. Yeah, I think so. And you can vote twice a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely go there and get get those votes in. And you, or you can come to the awards and hang out with us too. Um, we have a link on SwingYourSociety dot net if you want to book and come and hang out with us. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. It exactly. would be it would be nice to bump into some people that listen to the podcast. We actually bumped mm-hmm. into some people on the cruise that listen to the podcast. They're like, oh my gosh, awesome. stop your store. <laughs> <laughs> i love it did it throw you off it throws us off still yeah. every time we get that you know what i mean it's like oh. reagan met them first and when they realized mm-hmm. who he was married to he's like oh i guess i have to introduce you to my wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right that's funny that's funny that's great mm-hmm. well people people recognize you now uh you've you've been out there i mean not only on the podcast but your youtube channel and your your website your you're definitely providing a service to the community, and, and we appreciate you for that. I know I've learned so much from it, so thank you for everything that you do for us. Oh, you are very welcome. <laughs> All right, we definitely, yeah, we definitely appreciate everything that you guys do and uh, being part of the team here. Um, All right, anything else you want to put out to the Swing Nation listeners out there? No, I'm good. No, go to swingingsafe.com. Yes. Thank you for giving us all the tips. We really appreciate it. I feel like I've learned a lot personally, so I'm excited to go to Bliss now. Yeah, you guys are going to have so much fun. Kind of a blast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.